Okay, okay. Okay, 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 okay. Oh my god. Yes, oh you're a god. I love how I always, always start the podcast with some kind of lamentation <laughs> sound, like I hate doing this. Oh my god, this is awful. Like here that we are again. That says a lot about your life. I mean, mm. yeah, it's been kind of a no, but now it's good because good things are happening. So now you need to stop sighing and saying, "Yeah, good things are happening." My ass. I mean, yes, they are. I guess. Yeah. Who am I kidding? I'm not a positive person. We need to. We need to have my mom. <laughs> yeah, you're not the positive person. We this need podcast. to have my mom as a <laughs> podcast because my mom is the most. My mom is positive to the point that it is annoying. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, I am going to sucker punch you and your positivity out of this room. I hate positive people. I really okay, do. Okay, guys, on this negative note, we are Suspiria, mm-hmm. a true crime podcast. Yes, I'm Carol. And I'm Stephanie. And, and today we have uh, some kind of yes. a guest here. Yeah, I gotta say hi. Hey. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> that's Matt. He's not gonna say much, but he's here just so you guys know. You know, so we don't all feel alone on this sad, sad, dark yes. world. Anyways, yeah, but we're gonna talk about you know the things that's been looming over our lives and rant about it. Because guys, I did prepare a little rant about the election. Oh, right. I was like, what are you talking about? I was like, what is she talking (laughs) What has been looming over my life? No, no, (laughs) we're not. I'm talking about it. I'm not not talking about it just yet. Okay. I prepared. I actually wrote a whole rant that I'm going to do at the end of it. You guys. You guys stay tuned. I'm not going to put you through this. So I know we're trying to stop rambling in the beginning of the episode. It's really hard. But I just have to, I have to ask one thing. Today... As I was driving, I was listening to podcasts, as usual. And I was wondering if you guys go through the same thing. So I usually, I become attracted to people's voices. And then I look them up, mm-hmm. and most of the time, I'm like, <laughs> um, no thanks. Um, no. <laughs> so has yes. this happened to you? Do you think Carol's voice is sexy? Do you think my voice is sexy? And now you're in love with us. And then you look at our Instagram and you're like, mm, no thanks. Let me know. <laughs> I mean, the... <laughs> the Instagram is kind of like a filtered version already. <laughs> We're going to see that on like live shows. <laughs> Dude, like, no, oh for God, real. I know that they look like that. <laughs> okay. So let me know if you were disappointed by the sight of my face. I'm not I'm not going to be offended. It happens to me. Sometimes nah. I wake up and I look in the mirror and I'm like, why are you the way you are? <laughs> and then other days I look in the mirror and I'm like, what? God, you're so hot. Like, and mm-hmm. But most of the days I'm just like, eh, you know. So that's me. Yeah. So what are we talking oh, about man. today? Today we're talking about uh, a serial killer, because, you know, we all love those. He is the Red Light Bandit. Yeah, Bandido da So, yeah. Yeah, Bandido da Luzermilha. I think the U.S. has a yep, version of the that's Red Light in, Bandit. That's in the they? script. That's in the script. I'm sorry. Just, you know, so you guys don't think we're talking about the American one. We're not, you know, out of content. Yeah, there's still plenty of stuff to talk about. Land Americas. So, yes, they were talking about the Brazilian uh, red light bandit. Yes, uh, his uh, name was João Acacio Pereira da Costa. He was a serial mm-hmm. rapist, murderer, and robber who became known, as we already said, Bandido da Luz Vermelha, red light bandit. Yeah. Jack of all trades, does he everything. He did everything. Any job. Yes. And um, mm-hmm. he was active in the 60s. He would eventually get caught and sentenced. He's one of the most well-known criminals in the history of Brazil. And um, my mom is going to be happy because she's been bugging me about doing this episode since we started (laughs) this freaking podcast. She was like, 
Are you gonna yeah. talk about Bungie Deluxe with me? Bungie Deluxe with me. That's how notorious <laughs> he was. So, mom. Yeah, he is. Here you go. So, Joan Casa Pereira da Costa was born in Joinville on June 24th, 1942. He, him and his brother tragically became orphans when Joan was only four. Oh, poor thing. They were sent to live with an aunt and uncle who allegedly were very abusive towards the boys. Have I heard this story before? Because, like, I feel like everyone... I feel like every kid in know? the 60s got beat to death. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, from a very young age, they began committing petty crimes, and there are two different accounts of them running away from their abusive household. I cannot blame blame them for that, really. I would do the same thing. So, uh, one of the accounts states that they did it so when Juan was six, and another one, they happened when he was a teenager. Nonetheless, uh, he wound up living in Sao Paulo by the time that he was a teenager, running away from petty crimes he had committed in his hometown. Because, you know, the judicial system would not follow you in the exactly. 50s, 60s, whatever. Exactly. You can just move around as many times as you want, and you'll never, you know, catch up. There are it. 27 states for you to run away to, so. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, by the time it was less than that, I think right? it was 26. I think... Uh, the city to fit oh, it out because the whole middle was like a whole thing, right? Which one? Like the middle. Of no, middle I think like the city to fit it out was in 1950. 1950, because that was uh when Jataka was the president. I think that's when mm-hmm. it became twenty. I don't fucking know. That's it's been a while, guys. Since I had a Brazilian Geography. history every class. time, every time. Yes. So he'll start telling people that he was the son of a rich farmer. And that uh, that's how he afforded the extravagant clothes he wore as well as, you know, going out on a regular basis. Because going out is not as common as it is here in Brazil. And I would expect in the 60s was like even mm-hmm. less often. So uh, throughout his neighborhood, uh, he was known as a good man who led a quiet life. Well, don't all serial killers, like honestly. So he was a big fan of rock music and the famous Brazilian singer, Roberto Carlos, which Roberto Carlos is a whole cultural phenomenon. Look, I don't know. My mom's (laughs) obsessed with Roberto Carlos. Just Google him. (laughs) Yeah. No, just Google him. He's hilarious. Dude, I used to have a friend. I have a friend. He probably even listens to the podcast. He looks exactly like Roberto Carlos. I'm sorry for him. He's ugly. (laughs) No. Okay, beijo. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, while there's no defined date on the start of his ma- major criminal career, because, you know, all of that doesn't really matter, like, compared to what he actually did. So, I started somewhere around 1961, where he began um, robbing houses. He preferred mansions. He would always do it around the same time, between 4 and 6 a.m., since is when he believed people would be in deep sleep. He would put a red bandana on his face, dress in all black, and he would hold a flashlight that had a red light on it. He would cut the power of the house and then break in either by using a car jack and stretching out the bars of the windows or by breaking in the the glass doors and windows. He would take jewelry and other valuables and spend all his criminal earnings on women and nightlife. Amazing. Finance. He's not saving, yeah, right? Finance is yeah, not he's not investing that. Joao <laughs> <laughs> was so confident in, in his criminal capacity that he wrote a note to one of his victims after, unbeknownst <laughs> to her, robbing her house. It read something like this. Dear Miss, a decent lady should not sleep in the nude. I hope you're smart enough to wear a pajama to bed next time I come by. And, sure enough... When Ew. he robbed her residency again six months later, she was fully clothed. <laughs> Don't <laughs> always always listen to the criminals. They know better. Yeah. So aside from the robberies, Juan began raping his victims. It was reported that he raped mm. over 100 women. While we did not find an explanation, quote unquote, for this, other than him being a monster, there were reported instances where he committed rape when he did not get enough money out of the house mm. that he was robbing. Some investigators 
tried to claim that a few of his victims, quote, liked his roughness, unquote, mm-hmm. while being raped, which sounds like a load of bullshit. Yeah, no, 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 no. I was like, are you, excuse me? Like, okay, some of them might have not fought, but not every victim is going to fight. You know what I mean? Like, how do you, how do you say that some women are just going to enjoy a random ass dude breaking into their house at 4 a.m. and raping them. No. No, there's no way. I'm sorry. Yeah, like, what the fuck? No, thanks. So, after stealing... Excuse me. After stealing the jewelry from the homes he broke into, he would pass them on to Walter de Oliveira, also known as Caboret. Caboret <laughs> would pay him for, for the jewelry, but it wasn't always an even trade as he would underpay Juan on several occasions. Police were on the hunt for him with no success for several years, and news media nicknamed him Bandido da Luz Vermelha after Carol Chessman, who was a convicted robber, kidnapper, and rapist from Michigan, who was also known as the Red Light Bandit. But um, I think the American guy... He was known as the red light bandit because he would commit his crimes at like red stoplights in traffic, not because he carried mm. a um, flashlight with a red light. There are a few reports that Juan was aware of Carol's criminal career and was inspired by him. Chessman was executed in 1960, which is a year or so before Juan's major criminal yeah. career kickstarted. So. Yeah, that's fresh. So, sorry. He was arrested in possession of stolen jewelry in 1966. No one knew who he really was as he was booked under one of his alias. Oh my god. Alias. Alias. Aliases. Aliases. (laughs) Roberto Silva. Blandest name, everything. His fingerprints and mugshot were taken though, so he was, uh, in one way or another, under the police radar. Throughout the years, he would kill a handful of people. The first, uh, <laughs> he would kill a handful of people, like no beef. Yeah, right. Yeah, he would kill who doesn't, right? Kill a handful of people. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, the first reporter, <laughs> the first reporter murder was a result of a bar fight in which he shot a patron a couple times, resulting in his death. Another instance, he was gearing up to rob a house in the Sumare bairro. He took off his shoes and put them in the hood of his car. As he did that, a student named Walter Medrano noticed the commotion and came to his balcony with a gun, a hand asking who was there. A gunfight began and Walter ended up dead, of course. João fled the scene and took, took off to his hotel. He paid a random stranger in the street to go in, in his room and retrieve a pair of shoes as he could not walk into the hotel with no shoes on. It was known that he made a point of dressing one way during his daily routine and another way when he committed crimes so he would not get caught. And since that was such a close call, he moved to Santos to begin and began traveling to São Paulo to do his to do the you know crimes rather than raising suspicion from his neighbors smart criminal you know smart so he his crime spree came to an end in 1967 he attempted to rob a house by knocking out a security guard there and beating the woman who appeared to be a maid on linha direta he went into the bathroom where he demanded one of the residents to open the safe and when she didn't open the safe he decided to rape her the woman was not talking taking shit for him and broke a glass on his head he proceeded to kill the two women and ran away amazing yep yes this one was not like she, she was not there to play she was like you are not gonna rape me i am going to hurt you mm-hmm. and this is not gonna happen mm-hmm. so what he didn't know is that he had left one of his fingerprints on a piece of glass. He typically would uh, wear gloves and stuff, so he wouldn't leave any fingerprints mm-hmm. behind. But for some reason, they didn't really explain this very well. But for some reason, on that crime scene, there was a fingerprint on 
a piece of glass. So, yeah, it's what Bundy says, right? That you change the tire so many times, like, you end up leaving tools inside. Yeah. Whatever, yeah, it's like you, you begin, like, to be careless. So, when the police officers uh, compared that fingerprint to their databases in Sao Paulo, who did they find? None other than Roberto Silva, a.k.a. the Red Light Bandit, who was mm -hmm. uh, booked before. So his picture was on the papers shortly after that. People were starting to recognize him. So he ran away to Curitiba. He was finally arrested on August 8th and charged with four murders, seven attempted murders, and 77 robberies, uh, being sentenced to 351 years, nine months, and three days in prison. Hmm. Though there are several, over a hundred to be specific, reports of rape committed by him, police were never hmm. able to prove that he actually raped any of his victims, which sucks. What do you what? Yep. Yeah. They were never... So... I don't know why they weren't... They never explained why they weren't able to prove that he raped them. I don't know if it was a matter of women not coming forward and saying that they were raped. Because, you know... Back in the day, well, victim blaming in rape cases in Brazil is still real to this day. But back in the day, I think it was even worse because women felt like they were to blame for rapes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it was I mean, like, they were sleeping in the nude in their yeah. own houses. And I feel like so. it was also one of those things where, like, I feel like it's it's still this way within the Brazilian community where you hear that a girl was raped. And you're not like, oh my god, a monster raped you. It's more like, oh my god, you got raped? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, well, how did you, you let this happen to you? You know? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. maybe that's why they didn't really go into detail yeah. about that, which is so fucked up. Yeah, I mean, I think that kind of thing happens here too. But in Brazil... It's worse. Uh, yeah, it's, it's like the women are always accountable for that kind of thing. And the men are always... You know, they don't really know what they're doing. You know, oh my god, they must be so troubled. Or, yeah, I mean, you know, like, oh, you're always so eager to, like, look. Yeah. Like, in his side of things. Like, remember one that, I think it was last year. I don't know, that, um, that, that guy was, uh, taking his dick out and coming on people, like, on the subway. And he did that, like, 15 times before someone actually, like, well, maybe you would need, you know, to see treatment for that guy and he was like mentally ill and whatever but it was always like yeah, that's not serious you know he's not raping them kind of thing yeah they always downplay sex yeah. crimes i yeah. have like a tragic story about that sort of thing in brazil to tell but i mm -hmm. will do it after we wrap up this, oh. this story okay so uh in prison however juan would become the victim of rape himself so they put him in a cell. I don't know if that was his permanent cell, but initially uh, they put him in a cell that was all, the walls were all red. Because red was like his favorite color. Because he associated red with evil. And he like called himself evil. Because you know how red in Brazil is associated with Satan and all of that. So they painted a whole cell for him? Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, they painted a cell for him. What? Yeah. Um, at least in the beginning. Oh my god, can you imagine, no, can you imagine, like, uh, uh, one of those TV shows that they come, like, yeah, House Hunters, ones, <laughs> like, House Hunters, <laughs> Cell Hunters, I love this, I love the grayness of this, but I think it needs to be a little more red, <laughs> just paint the whole thing, top to bottom, this is unbelievable, why would you, did, did tax dollars pay for that red paint? I mean, probably, but, Probably. listen. That's ridiculous. This is 1967, so it's under the Still dictatorship. Ridiculous. So, the red paint uh, probably sure. cost him a lot in prison. A lot more than just being uh -huh. raped, which I'm not condoning in any oh, way, shape, or form. On. I know that he was evil, but that is something I don't wish on anybody. Even the most evil people. Yeah. So, after uh. he became a victim of, like constant rape in prison it was alleged that he had some sort of sexual relationship with caboret he hmm. then became uh physically and mentally debilitated 
and uh this all happened within a short period of time he was like going cuckoo bananas so he was sent to a criminal asylum as it is true with every case in brazil 30 years after being imprisoned on august 26 1997 mm. he was let out of prison amazing so he moved in with some of his relatives i don't remember if it was his cousin or his uncles it was someone that was related to him um in his hometown of joinville but that ended up not working out due to his no, violent nature <laughs> he was a very violent person expect it to fucking work like out. i would not i'm yeah, sorry it doesn't work out if you move with peaceful relatives <laughs> like <laughs> i'm sorry right? but like if you committed any sort of crimes don't even, like, walk by my house. Like, I don't want to know anything about you. <laughs> like, you're not part of Thanksgiving. You're not part of Christmas. You're not you're moving in. I'm sorry. Disowned. <laughs> so, uh... I mean, uh, we're not talking any sort of crimes here. We're talking, rape, like... murder, and robbery. <laughs> yeah, this is... Yeah, this is, like, it's worse as it gets. So, like, no. I'm sorry. I mean... I would never. So... <laughs> Just keep oh listening. My. This gets wackier. So no, really? Yeah. His no. neighbors reported him acting strange. He was unable to socialize. He didn't know how to read or write, or even how to catch a bus. One of the neighbors um, even said on Lia Giretta that if prison was like supposed to rehabilitate people, he didn't really see how it did that to mm. him because he like he was like an animal sort of. In, in a way mm-hmm. that he was like he didn't know how to behave in society mm-hmm. which is like okay he's a monster but it's also awful you know yeah but i mean i would be like that too if i was like confined being raped on the red yeah you know. yeah but like but also yeah but i mean it's he got out in 95 right that's 97, like a, yeah 97 yeah that's uh really different from the 60s so maybe like that shock you know yeah. like he was like in an asylum that's a little i mean i'm not gonna say worse than prison but like you're treated differently like for sure yeah you know, especially so i would imagine but by then he by then like if you look up pictures of him i'll try to post them on instagram pictures of him post conviction mm-hmm. he had like tattoos on his hands on his chest and you know how Brazilian society is with tattoos. Yeah, no. Especially 21 years ago. It was not yeah. a good thing. So he yeah. was probably shunned not only for being a criminal, but for because of his appearance. Like, he was mm-hmm. missing teeth. And it was like, oh, you know who played him on Linha Direta? Who? André Gonçalves. Who, who was one of my first, like, celebrity crushes from telenovelas. Google him. You're not gonna think he's cute, but I used to think he was so cute. André Gonçalves. Yeah, so... First thing that happens, shows up, André Gonçalves is arrested. So, I think he's a serial killer, so... I mean, I know he's known uh, as an he looks, asshole. Uh, he's supposed to be an know, asshole he looks in real like, life. Yeah, I know, I know who that guy is. He looks like Fez from the 70s show. Yeah, he sort of looks, yeah. Yeah. Who I also think is cute, though he a is. bit creepy. So, um, yeah, Juan got lucky because um, one of the people in the neighborhood, a fisherman, actually took him in mm-hmm. and offered him shelter nice. at his own home when his family kicked him out. Yeah, he was reported to wander around the streets of the town, covered in a blanket, and just observing planes taking off in the sky. On January 5th, though, he got into a bar fight with the fisherman, with the fisherman's brother, and he attempted to stab him. To defend his brother, the fisherman decided to shoot João, who died shortly afterwards. And it was like, people were so nonchalant about this Mm -hmm. that the news crew, like, literally filmed his body on the floor and put it on the news. The 90s, you guys. Like, what? 97. <laughs> no, no, later than that, but still. No, but, like, what the heck? Like, when I watched the footage, I was like, why? Why am I seeing this? Why is this <laughs> on the news? Like, what the? Yeah. 
Yeah, so that was it, guys. No. That was Bandido da Luz Vermelha. Mm-hmm. Great story. Great serial killer. Not a great person. <laughs> But, I mean... I don't know. I feel like after you... If you get out of prison, you know, like that... I feel like in some ways, you're a different person. Yeah, definitely. You know I mean? Especially, yeah, like... So like If you go to prison, I don't know how it is here. Well, it's mm -hmm. probably the same thing here in America. But in Brazil, if you go to prison for rape, you are fucked. In every you sense fucked. of that word. You fucked. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, it, it was a media's, you know, sensation sensation kind of thing. So, you know, people are, are very aware of who that guy is. And they do not like him. Mm -hmm. So, it's... You know, I feel bad in a way that uh you know because i don't i really wouldn't like for anyone to like suffer uh, any kind of you know the mental torture that yeah. that is but on that case i think that it might have even been better if he was you know sentenced to life in prison he just there you know like because the problem was like i guess being reintroduced to the society you yes. know what i mean like if he was still there i mean after a few years like You know, that kind of anger kind of dies down, I think. Yeah. Or no, I don't know anything about prison, but, you know. I feel like he also didn't get proper um, mental tr uh, treatment. Oh, no, definitely not. So that that probably fucked him up more than mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. everything else. You know what I mean? Yeah. And who knows what the asylum is like, too. You know, we're talking about prison, but, like, m most of the time that he did was in the asylum yeah. that must be really alienating that must be awful yep i mean i don't yeah. i don't mean to come across as i i feel bad for this guy you know guys like like yeah he's certainly no no sane. no no but i mean i feel bad for the things that happened to him But I feel double as bad for, you know, the victims. Yeah, exactly. For sure. Yeah, this it's, it doesn't justify. But also, you know, that kind of anguish, I don't think it ever justifies. You know, there's nothing that you can do that is that bad that makes you deserve, you know, to live a horrible life, I think. Yeah. You know? I mean, not saying that he could ever become, you know, the Pope. Or something, but just life in prison, you know, don't get out kind of thing. But, yeah. That's not how our uh, judicial system works. Oh, no. Well, no, definitely not. He even, like, if you look for it on YouTube, well, most of you don't speak Portuguese, so I don't even know if it's worth it. But mm -hmm. if you look for it on, on YouTube, there's, like, uh, post-conviction uh, interviews with him. Like, when mm -hmm. he got um, let out of prison, it was a big mm -hmm. deal. There's, like, a ton of reporters around him. Like, he can yeah. barely move. That's how big of a deal that it was. Yeah. Like, in, when Bruno got out of jail, it was kind of a media... Yeah. Like, a whole thing, too. Oh, by the way, you guys. <laughs> Do you know that there's people that dress up as Bruno for Halloween? What the fuck is wrong with people? Yes, I saw some, like... Horrible thing, horrible, horrible. They get like they dress up, you know, soccer, like flamingo. What um, is wrong? With team outfit, and they get like trash bags, fill it up with bottles or something, and label it Eliza. Wow, the trash. Yeah, so like, not only is it factually incorrect, right? <laughs> In all sense of the story, it was not correct at all. So the costume is already wrong, but it's just so awful. Like, why would you do that? Yeah, I don't know if you guys saw this circling around. If you're in most of the subgroups oh my <laughs> that God. we're in. Did you oh see the costume? Oh my God, I'm getting started about the fucking costume. The, which one do you think I'm talking about? The slavery one. No, that's not the one I'm no? talking about. No, no I'm one? talking about the one uh, of Princess Diana, where she has the steering wheel no. on her neck. <gasps> Seriously? Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Like, what the fuck is wrong with people? <laughs> like, no. I can't even, like, I can't, I'm, I'm a person that loves dark humor and all that mm -hmm. stuff, but I would never. Yeah, but never, you don't do that. Like, that is fucked up. Yeah, you don't do that kind of stuff. True crimes, not costumes, you guys. 
Is this, I mean, I get it that we're doing it like sort of, you know, lighthearted kind of way. But you don't do that. Yeah. I'm sorry, you just don't do that. This is Real awful. life murders are not costumes. Yeah. Um, cultures are not costumes. Not costumes. Did you see the one that they get like, the, the, the lady did like a murdered Native American woman? And yes. It was a couple's costume. Oh, oh, dude, I got so pissed. I was so mad. I was so mad. Like, so I'm gonna desc- I'm gonna describe it if any of you guys didn't see it, but she dressed up, you know, as basically Pocahontas, you know, the most ignorant like kind of costume you could do. She was I think in a little blackface too because she was yeah, like tan ish, yeah. whatever. And she like did horrible tribal makeup, you know, with fucking blue and Kylie Jenner lipstick because I know that shade. And then she put like a bullet hole on her forehead. Like with you know dripping blood whatever, and her boyfriend husband whatever was dressed as like a cowboy. So disgusting. It, it makes me so pissed. Why would? Why why? There's dress up as a fucking nurse, you know. Go to CVS, buy some scrubs. Dress up as She-Hulk because I did. <laughs> dress up as She-Hulk, you know, get the, fi- the green face band out. Yeah. But dude, why would you? It's like, yeah, just trying to go for a creative thing. Like what? And the whole, the the slavery costume I was referring to was a Brazilian lady, of course, because all of us are amazing, right? That lady dressed up her white son in blackface. You know, she painted him up black all over. She dressed him, guys, she dressed him as a slave. How did I she not put, like, see this? She put, yeah, she put, like, chains on his wrists, she, like, in feet and whatever, and his dress is like a, you know, a head um, turban kind of thing. And she even, dude, she even, like, made whip marks on his back. She made, like, you know, special effects makeup um, whip marks. So it's just awful. And you know what's the worst thing about that costume was? You know, mm-hmm. we we all know who she voted for in the election because that was made very clear in the post, too. But she made it so she would make Halloween a little more Brazilian. So she was literally trying to be creative. You know? That That is not how this works. This not, is not this how is any not, of this works. Yeah. And then she, I mean, it took, a, a, it took her like a few days to kind of retract everything she said, but she could not understand why that People costume was problematic. People were fucking pissed, and she was like, "I just don't understand." It. She was, uh, it, it was basically like she was saying that it was a political attack because it didn't like the candidate she voted for, you know, and because this, because of that, because and why would that be, you know, a bad thing, whatever? And she kind of said like, "Pick up the history books, slavery." Uh, she, no, she said, "Don't pick up the history books because slavery was not what's what it says there." When she literally put whip marks across her son's back, like lady, you should probably go back on your uh, freaking family tree because there is going to be a slave there, and you go ask your great 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 parent what they think about slavery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, that, I mean, she already said they were sorry, but her apology. Uh, I mean, I don't know if there's translations of it out there, but she her apology is like, basically, she says like, oh, I'm so sorry, I feel so bad for all the death threats I've been getting, kind of thing, like. I'm so sorry, yeah. but I'm the victim. I'm so sorry, but I cannot believe the <laughs> she, response. She was like Gretchen from Mean Girls. <laughs> I can't help it that I am so popular. <laughs> <gasps> no, that was awful, dude. Yeah, I mean, every Halloween brings a treat and awful, awful costumes. So. You guys should be inspired by me. I always do amazing costumes. Halloween is my favorite yeah, um, holiday. Does. So I dressed up as Moana and I did not culturally appropriate anybody. Mm-hmm. So that's how yeah. you do it. <laughs> what was I going to say? Oh, right. I was going to tell, like, I'm going to try to, like, tell this very sh- briefly because mm-hmm. it involves someone. She's not related to me, but she's related to someone who's related to me. Mm-hmm. So I have a relative who is a police officer mm-hmm. and his cousin 
was raped at a bus stop in Brazil oh near my, my house. And it was like we were, we all lived within the same neighborhood, but mm-hmm. um, his cousin and someone else that is related to me lived very close to each other. Mm-hmm. And the bus stop she would go to every morning at five in the morning because she had to be at work very early mm-hmm. was very close to one of my relatives' house. And she got raped at knife point at this bus stop really? at five in the morning. Oh. And she was screaming for help, 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 help. Someone help me. Please, God, help me. And no one did. My relative was getting ready to go to work. (gasps) And this relative heard everything. And she didn't do anything. And then later on, she figured out that she knew the girl who was getting raped. And she felt awful. But that's just to show you how, like, people can be. You know, because if she, if she heard this girl screaming, help, 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 help me, yeah, oh my God. everybody heard her, pretty much. It's yeah. awful. It's like... Yeah. And then oh afterwards, later on, in the neighborhood that we lived in, she became known as the girl who got raped, as if she had, like, anything, as if it was... The way they talked about her, it was like, oh, she let herself get raped at the bus stop. Mm-mm. And, like, no, she didn't. She was trying to go to work mm-hmm. and, take, like, make money so she could take care of her kid. Mm-hmm. Like, the fuck? And it was like, yeah, it got no. to the point where people said so much shit about her that she moved. She couldn't deal with people talking about her anymore. No, that's awful. But, on the bright side... My relative, who's related to her, who's a police mm-hmm. officer, arrested the guy, and the guy died within two weeks of being in prison. Really? So, he died mysteriously. <laughs> oh, I'm sure that's such a mystery. I wonder what happened. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. I, I'm sorry. I'm laughing. Uh, I don't want people to think that I want to do justice with my own hands and eye for no. an eye. Which I actually totally agree with. Anyway, yeah, she has already killed 15 people, guys. So please, yeah. Yes. But, you know, this girl went, it was like 40 minutes of hell for her at the bus stop. So, 40 minutes. Mm-hmm, no one did anything. No one came out. 40 no minutes. Mm hmm. 40 minutes is a long time, dude. Mm hmm. That's. Yeah, because wow. my relative who heard it said that, uh, she was late for work because she was scared of going to catch the bus. I wouldn't go to work, too. like, ever again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah she's late for work. I wouldn't expect her to go to work that day or that week, even. Honestly. Yeah. No, it oh was my not God. the girl that got raped. It was the, the oh. other person who was listening. She didn't oh, want to okay. go out of the house and because ca- she had to catch the bus on the same bus stop. But she was like, I'm not going to go out because I don't want anything to happen to me. Okay. Yeah, but then you don't call the cops. Like, if you're not going to help people that are screaming for help, at least call the cops. Like, that's the least you can do. Yeah. Like, I get it. Not everybody wants to get involved. Because, you know, sometimes crime scenes can be dangerous. Yeah, you call the fucking cops. Mm Mm-hmm. And say, listen, I heard someone screaming for help. It seems like it's yeah. coming from this side of the town. Yeah. Can you I just mean, check it out? I think I hinted into, like, I think the first episode we ever did. I already called the cops. Not I mean, I called the cops because I thought someone was in danger. Like, uh, I mean, I guess le- last time I kind of hinted at that story. I didn't tell it. So I'm just going to tell it. Um, Like, we were at a hotel, right? And we had just, like, go- just got there and we were tired, like, going to sleep. And we heard uh, a bunch of people yelling, you know, like, help me, God, help me, help me, help me, help me, kind of thing. And we were like, you know, okay, what's happening? And then when we got near, like, the window, we could hear that was one person screaming, like, he's dead, he's dead, something like that. So we were like, all right, someone just got murdered here, like, what's happening, you know? So, yeah, we, like, called the cops, and, I mean, everything was okay. Like, no one had been murdered (laughs) that night. But it was kind of scary, because, you know, 
I don't know. I just cannot live with someone's distress, you know, yeah. like that close to me and me not doing nothing. You know what I mean? Because clearly something's happening. Like what had happened that day was like one of the um, hotels staff that had yeah. passed away, not on a hotel, but they had just called uh, one of the ladies that worked there and she uh, didn't take the news very well. And that's what was her screaming. Like, there was no dead body on the hotel. But still, it was kind of not scary. We were, like, concerned, you know, for her. But Yeah. No, like, I, I've never been in the situation where I called the cops. Like, I remember the first time I saw something like that happening was when, right after I moved into an apartment I lived in in Brazil, I was like 10 ish maybe mm-hmm. nine uh we moved in and we didn't have curtains yet mm-hmm. so uh i was watching tv and i looked outside and you know how apartment complexes are in brazil like it's one building then another building then <laughs> yeah another. Really like, you can yeah. throw yeah can pass me the sugar and just throw the sugar in there yeah. <laughs> yes exactly mm-hmm. so i looked to the side and i see this woman she's like pressed up against the wall And I was like, I don't understand what's going on. And then I realized that her husband was, like, holding her by the neck against the wall. Oh, no. And I was like, oh, my God. And I don't know if I said anything, but, like, she looked at me and I looked at her and I was like, oh. I was like, this is fucked up. No. And then, like, after that, they got curtains and they put curtains in there. They always had the curtains shot up in their apartment. I wonder if she's okay. Yeah, I don't even know her name. I never even, like, met her. I just saw her that one time. Then I never saw her again. But then, like, afterwards, I would call the cops if I heard, like, domestic violence or anything. Not, mm-hmm. like, the annoying neighbor that calls the cops if people are being too loud. Yeah. But, yeah, because yeah, don't be always. loud. Don't. No. Don't. Please mm-hmm. don't. Um, but I think the last time something like this happened... I didn't call the cops, but I put in a complaint with the city hall mm. about this person, and they got mm-hmm. evicted. But what I actually wanted to do was call the cops, because mm. I saw them doing some really sketchy shit. So, mm-hmm. but they got evicted, so. Yeah, so as we all know, Stephanie is the snitch of this podcast. <laughs> I, I keep talking about how snitches are amazing, and then she goes, no, it's snitches against snitches. Well, now, now the truth comes out. I may snitch, but I do not get caught snitching. <laughs> you just got oh my just God. yourself. BTK is listening to our podcast. There's oh, really? three people from Wichita, Kansas. Is it BTK? I, I bet so. It's definitely with BTK. Who else? Yes. Oh, I think I found out who Sweden is. is There's a, a person I know in Sweden now. No, it's not a guy, but I wonder if Because, I mean, you know, like, like she used to go to the same school as I did. And now she's in Sweden. So maybe yeah, she found out by my podcast. <laughs> uh, so if it's it is... All I want is Sweden. <laughs> so if Sweden, if I'm right, and I know who, who you are, Sweden, please tell us. Because we've been very, very curious. Sweden's, we refer to that person as Sweden. Because Sweden is always, like, the first person to listen to every episode. Like, in the first hour of releasing, we check, and there it is, one place, Sweden. Always. Always. So, we're really curious. Show yourself. Reveal yourself, Sweden. Anyways. Are you guys ready for my rant? Yes. I hope so. I spent a good amount of time writing it. So, just so I, don't, I wouldn't forget anything, okay? So, <laughs> <sighs> all right. We've been talking about it for months, months now. So I think probably every episode we kind of mention it. But you guys are probably all aware of it by now. But yeah, the, the Satan himself just got elected in Brazil, you guys. And he's the president now. I mean, not now, but the future president, you know, January 1st, this whole thing. Oh, you know, but... Let me open my notes here real quick. Oh my god, she's actually opening her notes, guys. I am. So, <laughs> okay, so, uh, 
by now everybody knows that he is an absolute crazy person and i really appreciate all the attention brazil's been getting on the media okay i really do listen that is all leftist propaganda that's what i hear every time i say <laughs> one negative word about this guy fake news leftist propaganda i wish people would report on the truth they don't the left sucks the left guys the left guys the left it's always the left. yeah let me let me talk about that for a second i didn't even have that on my rant but i think this election was more about you know whose team is winning or not you know it felt like that like yeah my team is the left yeah my team is the right let me vote on the left let me vote on the right kind of thing nobody really analyzed what mm. people were actually you know saying so yeah that is annoying very annoying but anyways here's the thing yes that guy is definitely crazy and he has said a bunch of awful things in the past and we all saw like those clips 15 times by now you know you know what i'm talking about yeah the dictatorship needs to kill some 30,000 yes what else you say you know yeah you don't deserve to be raped kind of thing we all saw that 15 times already and we all like you know we know what what was that sound what i heard it too was that not you no guys do i have a ghost in here i heard someone do like me too (gasps) oh my god we're haunted oh my god Oh my god, oh my god, We're oh my totally god. seriously, haunted. seriously. Yeah, that wasn't me, that wasn't Steph. You, you know what that means? Your house is haunted. Oh my god, don't even play with that, Steph. Jeez. <laughs> oh my god. No, but I mean, I heard it. I heard it too. Holy shit. I mean, we, get, we had ghosts... Dude, and the microphone's like making some weird sounds now. My phone's not even close to it. That's okay. Holy shit. Okay, Carol. Continue with your rant about the devil. I think you triggered I think the, if I talked about him. Yeah, I think the the ghost is very conservative and they're like <laughs> Stop talking. <laughs> it's the ghost of Ronald Reagan. Oh my god, okay, so where did I fucking stop? Anyways, so he has had some crazy shit, but he still got elected, you know, in spite of everything he said. So that is an indicator of, you know, what kind of people we have living in Brazil. I'm not against Brazilian. I myself am Brazilian, and I have tons of friends that are Brazilian, okay? So, <laughs> anyways, um... I do believe that most of his, um, the most of Bolsonaro's intentions are good, you know, and he's doing things because he actually thinks they're gonna be good. But, you know, we need to keep in mind that, you know, and I'm talking, I'm seeing that for people that voted for him. If you listen to this, change is not always good, you know. And one of the arguments for him you know, getting elected is that we need to change. Because if we keep electing the same people, it's things are going to keep on getting bad or staying the same. But sometimes that is the best case scenario. And I think that would have been the best case scenario. But he still got elected. So my message on this is if... The media, you know, I'm talking about international media and other governments keep paying attention to Brazil like that. I really like for them to not focus on, you know, how bad shit crazy that guy is, you know, but to focus on his policies and what he's actually trying to do. Because all we see here in the U.S., right, we see Trump saying a bunch of crazy shit. That he's not. And meanwhile, he's just sneaking in policy. Yeah, he's just sneaking in policy. Don't know about, exactly. No one reports on that. Exactly. So, like, he's <sighs> the system of checks and balances in Brazil is not as tough as it is here, too. So, I mean, it's most likely going to be a scary time for a lot of people. So, I mean, I would really love if you know. There was attention on the human rights violation, violations that are going to be happening on these years. 
and you know the decline are already happening. already happening exactly people are already being targeted people are you know military is already on the streets and it's only gonna get worse and it sucks and there's some things that the guy hints on doing and things that are already like on the process of happening like overturning gay marriage that was a huge topic today um what else he is he has talked about in the past um sterilization for people that cannot afford to have kids and that is ethnic cleansing in a way so we need to watch out you know we do need to oh watch my God, out i did not know that he yes. talked about i don't like i don't pay attention to most mm -hmm. of the shit that he talks about mm -hmm. but that's funny because i have a pitch for a book that has something like that yeah just just seeing <laughs> if anyone's interested but yeah I mean, do not steal my ideas, even <laughs> though I haven't told you anything. Yeah, I mean, that guy's presidency is gonna be a disaster, like ecologically. He has a bunch of um, promises about, you know, the Amazon and stuff that he's gonna do. That's not gonna be good at all, you guys. But there is one thing that I can say about him that is good. He's not a man of conviction. Did you notice that? He says a bunch of shit, but he changes it. Like, he has said a bunch of radical stuff, but he kind of, he kind of, like, um, retracts it, you know? Like, he was very, very, very sure as, like, he was gonna liquidate the environmental, like, the ministry of, you know, that takes care of the forest and whatever. He was gonna, um... Put it together with the agricultural people. Mm -hmm. He's not going to do that anymore because people complained a lot. Like, it was a whole week of people just going like, yeah, don't please don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. It's going to be a disaster. And he just listened to the people. So maybe, you know, we got something going, you know. And yeah, that and the fucking firearms thing, which I have to say, okay, guns... Are not, you know, a demon. Guns, guns are not awful, but in Brazil it would not fucking work, you guys. I'm telling you, it would not work. You know, because first of all, you would get like a gun for what ten thousand. Who can afford that? You know, so it would have a spike in crime in the you know middle class and below, and that would just be more violent. And the military comes in, it's more violence and. How how does that ever work? When does that ever work? So, yeah, I mean, I'm hoping that other countries and more people will continue to pay attention to what he's trying to do and not just, you know... Because, I mean, we all know that that kind of headline, you know, he's Brazil's Trump. He's a Trump of the tropics kind of thing. It, it generates tons of clicks, you know? But yeah. maybe, you know, but and guys, this is very, very real, like the fear. And I mean, just talking about gay marriage, you know, the Lawyers League of Brazil has already uh, advised same sex couple to get couples to get married before the year ends. So they have the rights protected. Yeah, because that is in jeopardy. And I mean, not just that, but also, you know, public displays of affection, that kind of thing. It's gonna be kind of tough but i just want to address one more topic on this rant okay i'm sorry the possibility of a dictatorship right brazil has had three dictatorships okay and i think all of them were because the people literally asked for it like we need a dictatorship kind of thing like the le in the last one the most you know wasn't the most violent but the one that we remember and we have covered tons of uh cases here on this podcast uh, the 64 one there was a literal march asking for it and there is a small movement today in brazil that asks for a dictatorship but uh, most people don't want it okay people they voted for that guy so they wouldn't get a communist dictatorship so, which it was never it was never a threat ever but anyways it's known that Bolsonaro is a fascist and whatever, but that's not a dictatorship yet. You know what I mean? So we don't need to watch out for it. 
But I think that there's more threats that might happen before a full-blown military military dictatorship happens. You know what I mean? So, like, if we get distracted by, oh, my God, this awful thing, big awful thing will happen, you know, you might be, like, not paying attention to what's actually about to happen. And we're talking about, like, they're already setting up the government, you know, January 1st is going to happen. So, you know, I think that's it. I honestly can't imagine what's going to happen to the country. (laughs) Like, this is, like, this is, like when you know who was elected and i was like okay <laughs> what now like yeah what's next like um and to be honest i i'm i'm not gonna try to be a hypocrite mm-hmm. here guys I'm not gonna act like i followed the brazilian election from beginning to end and yada 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 the only reason why this election has somewhat affected me as much as it has is because people around me will not stop talking about this yeah and will not make it stop making extremely um hypocritical statements about it and like i'm all for a freedom of speech like you support whoever the fuck you want to support mm-hmm. but don't try to be a hypocrite exactly that's all i'm asking so i'm not gonna act like i went out of my way to vote or to learn about the candidates because i really didn't i didn't mm-hmm. i uh, in my head all I was thinking, all I was thinking was, you know, I don't live in Brazil. Uh, I don't plan on living in Brazil mm. anytime soon. Um, so I would rather not cast a vote on anybody than do something that might affect other people's lives without me even like knowing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think that at this election, it was really easy to know who not to choose. But it was hard to like figure out, you know, okay, who to choose. Yeah. yeah. But my okay, hopes. This is a good no, guy. <laughs> yeah. Know? My hopes for this presidency, you know, are very simple. So every president, every single president in the past, we had what five presidents? Syria, <laughs> Brazil, like the whole. Yeah. yeah no. Brazil became <laughs> a, a democratic republic like 30 years ago. Not, so but, yeah, not but really not even. Like, the first election was colored. It was, like, in the 1994. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, every single president has fucked Brazil in a different position. You know what I mean? So, my <laughs> my hope is that that guy will kind of fuck Brazil, but not, you know, that hard. You know what I mean? That will still be something, like, left to kind of, you know, make something out of by the time it's over. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, so, yeah. I'm, I hope that it's not going to be that bad, but that something good comes out of it. Like, the same way I hoped when Cheeto got elected. I mean, nothing good has come out of it yet. But nothing awful well, has to. Well, there has too, so a like... lot of great, a lot of great candidates for the midterm. A lot yes. of women uh, oh running for God. office. Oh my God! Tell me about it. So that's a good thing, guys. I made. I don't. Think, I don't even know if he's gonna run for president. But I just set a goal for myself. Okay, I want the first candidate I vote for, uh, president to be Beto. I don't even know if he's gonna run by then. But I, this is my goal. Just putting it out there. I'm voting for Beto for president in 2030 or something. I don't know. So, it's happening. It's happening, you guys. <laughs> I'm, I'm officially putting it out there. I cast my vote. It's already done. Already done. But, oh my god. Already done. Mm-hmm. He has your vote. He has it. <laughs> he has it. Oh god. oh, god. Yeah. No, I don't know who would be the first president I would vote. I... I have a lot of political, like, people that I Mm -hmm. admire, but I don't know that by the time that I actually vote, they're going to be something, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's going to (laughs) be a bag of shit and a bag filled with money, and you choose who to vote for. (laughs) Oh my god. Yeah, Yeah, no. Yeah, I hope it gets a little better, but yeah. I mean, um, what's his name? The... um, orange person already said that he was gonna improve trade with brazil and stuff and i'm like we already have trade he's gonna improve relations in every kind of way 
So I really hope I'm getting a purple heart out of this kind of friendship, you know? I really hope that they'll give me something out of this because I'm not that ball of anxiety for nothing, you know? I deserve something. So, you know, even though they're two awful people, I'm just here waiting for my dibs on this because, yeah. Oh my god, I just like, I want to like go full on Captain America mode and be frozen and just be like <laughs> awakened 60 years mm-hmm. from now. Like, not even just 10 years from now and see if you know how bad it is. <laughs> you know, when I was little, remember that movie AI? I no. loved that movie with, with Haley Joel, mm. Haley Joel Osment. You've never seen that movie? No. He's like a little robot, and he's adopted by a human family. Mm-mm. You've never seen that movie? I've seen a movie that the mouse is adopted by a human family. What's the name? No, that's Stuart, Stuart Little. Little, yes. <laughs> I don't no, know. talking about AI. You've never seen AI? No. Oh my god, you need to go. Wait, do you cry very easily? I cry talking about nothing sometimes, so yes. No, because this movie is super sad, and I'm not a crier, mm. and I wanted to cry when I watched this. Is it so? It's like, it's sort of like Pinocchio, oh. but like. If he was a robot. That that movie's like a staple of 90s kids. I cannot believe you haven't seen that movie. I haven't, no. You've never, do you know who Haley Joe Osment is, though? Is that how you, you pronounce Haley if it's a guy? Or is it Hallie? I, I mean, I'm Hallie, sure I'm Haley. sure if I, I saw a picture of him, I wouldn't recognize, but not the names, no. Do you remember that movie, so bad with uh, names. The Sixth Sense? I never. Oh, I, I know. I know the the me. It's the oh, little, the little boy. boy. Okay. Yeah, guys, I'm so yeah, bad. So do you remember? I'm so bad with movies. Like, there's this really funny Let thing. Let me see if it's on Netflix. And it became like an inside joke with me and Matt right now. Is that we were watching? What's the name of the movie? Company Man or something on Netflix. And halfway through the movie, I. No, I, I, halfway, like, I was halfway there and I did not recognize who the main actor was. So I just looked and oh TV, and I'm, I'm not going to say who he was, but if you watched, you know. I was, I looked at the TV and I was like, wait, is that Paul Rudd? You know who it was? Who? Ben Affleck. <laughs> I'm so bad, you guys. Oh my god i watched little they don't half even, of the movie and i didn't know they don't even they look, look alike and ben affleck is more famous than fucking paul red <laughs> i was like what is that paul red so yeah so now every time like we see someone and we go hey, go away is that paul red and i go like haha you know like last time i think it was like Shaq was on the tv for some reason i was like wait is that paul red <laughs> I saw we just laugh. Wow. Yeah. No, it was, it's an inside joke at this point. But yeah, I did not. I, I legit did think Ben Affleck was Paul Rudd because I don't know faces. I'm so bad with faces. And everybody looks kind of the same. So, like, I'm sorry. I'm really good. I'm really good with faces and most of the time with uh, names, too. Mm-hmm. But sometimes when I do get it mixed up, though, it is like. Yeah. A, a major mix-up. And people are like, excuse me. I'm like, never mind. I was never here. No, I just... So. I, I suck with faces. I'm like the worst. I'm good with faces, which is good, because I... Um, <gasps> well, I work for a bank now, mm-hmm. but I don't work in a branch anymore. But when I did work in a branch, we got a lot... Not that I don't work mm-hmm. there anymore. It doesn't matter, because the customers here can't affect me anymore (laughs) bitches Uh, but we got a lot of entitled customers who would come in and be like okay i want to cash this check Mm. and you'd be like okay may i have your license or your id and they'd be like do you know who i am do you know how much money i have in this bank blah 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 blah. my account is 40 years old just because they didn't want to give you their fucking id so me being good with faces helped me a lot in my old job mm-hmm. because I had to remember their fucking mm-hmm. faces because people over 60 
white people over 60 refuse to give you their ID. Okay, Okay, guys, we hope you enjoyed this uh, episode. Uh, We saved all the rambling to the end because we're good like Mm -hmm. that. You're welcome. You guys are so welcome. Let us know what you thought about Budget de Dallas Vermelha. When we say that this guy is like notorious, we mean Mm -hmm. notorious. He's like super famous. He's almost as famous as the Park Maniac in Brazil. So let us know what you thought about this. Oh, and let us know your thoughts on the Halloween um, episode. I see that so far it's been pretty um, popular. Mm -hmm. So I'm happy to see that. Yay! Yeah. So, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. It's really nice to see, you know, the um, kind of feedback we've been having. So, yeah, yes. it's really cool. Thank you so much. So, thank you for listening. Uh-huh. Yep. So. Ciao. Thank you for listening to another episode of Suspiria, a true crime podcast. If you are a creep and enjoy listening to all this horrible information, Please write us a five-star review on iTunes. And also, follow us on social media. We're on Twitter and Instagram as Suspiria Podcast. Facebook is also Suspiria Podcast. If you want to follow Carol, you can follow her at Suspiria Carol. And you can follow me at eu.steph. Note, none of us post anything interesting. We do, actually. Also, if you want to support the podcast, please consider answering our listener survey. It will help us out immensely, and we will be eternally grateful. If you have any case suggestions, feel free to drop them over at suspiriapodcast at gmail.com. Or, if you want to be part of this podcast, you can also email us. We promise we won't bite. Ciao! Ciao.